The psychedelic revolution is here. If you want to integrate your visionary experiences into your purpose, get clear on your entrepreneurial path and help people while you do what you love, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to The Psychedelic Entrepreneur, medicine for these times. I'm your host, Beth Weinstein. I'm a spiritual business coach, three-time entrepreneur, and a lifelong student of psychedelics and sacred plant medicines. You carry your own unique medicine, and your medicine is what we need for these times. This podcast will help you to share your medicine so you can create transformation in the world. Listen in on conversations with psychedelic leaders, change makers, and conscious entrepreneurs who are living proof that a better world is possible when you follow your heart and live in alignment with your soul. Hey there, today I'm going to do a quick little talk about making money in the psychedelic space or just making money doing what you do, whether you're in the psychedelic space or not. So this conversation or this uh, solo episode has been inspired by an episode I recorded earlier with my friend Daniel Schenken, who, by the way, runs a psychedelic integration coach training program. If you want to learn more and get my discount code, feel free to shoot me a direct message or email me. I can give you my take on it and also give you my discount. Uh, So me and Daniel were having a conversation and I said, why are people so... Uh, up in arms whenever I mention money. Uh, and and then I asked him during the interview, um, so what do you say to people who say you shouldn't be paid as a psychedelic space holder or a practitioner or a psychedelic integration coach? What do you say to these people that say, hey, you shouldn't be charging. This should just be free. This is plant medicine. Plants grow naturally. Who are we to charge? You know, you're all about the money. I mean, I've heard everything. And he gave some really great analogies around burning witches at the stakes, you know, and uh, not supporting, let's say, healers or psychedelic space holders or integration coaches. But for some reason, we have no problem buying food made by Monsanto, right, where there's basically poison in our food system. Or we have no problem, uh, I don't know, buying things on Amazon.com when it's a multi-billion dollar business and, you know, maybe we don't even know where the money's really going. And maybe it's not going to treat their workers the best way they could be treated. So why is it that it's okay for people who work at companies that are making widgets or, you know, writing software or working on an app or, I don't know, working at, um, for example, I used to work in the retail industry or fashion industry and I work for some big name companies, you know, literally getting paid to sit on a computer and do a bunch of BS. Why is it that that's okay in our society? But Someone who is preparing a psychedelic space and sitting for someone to help them heal and grow and become a happier, better person. And maybe it takes them, you know, many, many hours or even days to prepare and hold this space. Why is it that people balk if that person wants to make $2,000 from that or $500 or even $10,000? And here's the thing. I will be honest, 
the pricing is all over the place when it comes to the psychedelic world and not just that, but the coaching world. This has come up with a lot of my clients, especially in the past month or so. A lot of times my clients, especially as they're newly forming their businesses or maybe they're at a different growth stage in their business and they're launching something new or they're birthing a new program to life and maybe before they were only doing single sessions and now they're offering something bigger. You know, they always say, how do I price it? And I have to say, unfortunately, there's there's no uh, formula. There is no rhyme or re- reason. And it really is this intuitive process. Yes, you can go compare yourself out there. And as someone who's been not only working in, but participating in the psychedelic uh, ecosystem or the psychedelic space for a long time, prices are all over the place. Meaning, I think the cheapest that I've seen people offering medicine work in a ceremonial group setting is maybe around $200. I don't think I've seen anything cheaper than that. I have heard rumors. There are definitely cheaper ceremonies you can go do in other countries like Peru, maybe in the third world. But when I go to Peru, it's usually to do longer work in um, either a dieta or a retreat setting. And then it's, you know, it's not cheap. It's in the thousands because it's not just one ceremony. It's a whole, um, you know, staying there for anywhere from one to two weeks. So let's say the least expensive going rate is maybe in the $200 range. And then I actually do know people who offer medicine work in the five-figure range. I know coaches who maybe offer sessions for $150 an hour, which, by the way, I do not offer and I never will. That's way too little. And I don't believe that a business coach could be any good who's charging only $150 per session. That's my opinion. Uh, But I know coaches that are as little as, you know, $150 a session. And then I know coaches charging in the six-figure range to coach with them. Meaning maybe it's a hundred thousand or a couple hundred thousand to do private coaching with someone. This is actually not unheard of. I do not charge that much, but I do know many coaches who charge that much. Um, you know, and here's the thing: I actually have no judgment. I I do believe, like for me, I do not really feel right charging people that much, and I don't think I ever will. Um, just because I do have like a certain value system in place. But I actually do believe that anybody can really charge what they feel like is good to them. And here's what people forget is a lot of times the amount that one is charging, uh, it also takes into consideration many, many other things. So for example, I offer a range of programs and coaching that vary from free, meaning my email list is free. I have a bunch of free gifts, free trainings. I do free workshops, free podcasts, free summit. Free YouTube channel, free Instagram, free Facebook group with 7,000 people in the Psychedelics and Purpose community. So these are all free. And then I have different tiers of programs that are priced anywhere from $97 to $444 to, you know, in the $3,000 range up into the five-figure range and above. And then on top of it, there's different payment plans for each of those. So in some cases, You can save more. In some cases, maybe you spend more to, you know, space out your payments. So I believe in having this tiered system of offering a range of different offerings for all kinds of people who 
want to spend different kinds of money. And by the way, I don't believe it's income level. It's based on value, meaning maybe someone doesn't see the value in my 12-month mastermind, but they do see the value in my online course. You know, so it's and it's usually not the income that they have that determines it. It's not people's income. So I use this example a lot. How many of you know someone who's calls themselves broke? Like, oh, I'm broke. I have no money. I'm struggling. Like, I'm barely paying the bills. But then you've seen them do things like go to a festival or go to Burning Man or drink ayahuasca or spend money on mushrooms or take a vacation or move to a new place or get a new car or enroll in some kind of a program, you know, whatever it is. Uh, The reality is people will very often say they have no money and then they're finding things that they value that they want to spend money on. So, and in reality, even people who, you know, have no money, like genuinely have no money, um, if they need something like their car fixed or groceries or health care, you know, or, or something like a new pair of shoes, like there's always a way to find the money for what you need. And I know some people are listening to this saying, oh, my God, you're so white privileged and you have no perspective on how this works. Actually, I do have a lot of perspective because I have been there myself. I have been in negative, negative income before multiple times in my life. And then I've been in utter wealth. And when I say utter, I mean, it's not actually that wealthy compared to the most most of like the percentage of people in the 1%. But I consider myself highly abundant because I actually have a very highly abundant mindset about life, you know, and I don't actually like have a lot of things. My life tends to be very simple, but I see abundance everywhere in the trees and the flowers and the water that runs out of taps and the fact that You know, even um, people who don't have money have smartphones these days. That is highly abundant and it's very privileged for anybody, you know. I mean, let's get a large perspective on the entire world here. So when I talk about this, I also talk about it from a perspective of, you know, who are we talking about? People that are privileged enough to be interested in psychedelics in general, you know. Um, It's like, well, already you're at a privilege versus just surviving in the world. So I just want to shed a little perspective on that. But when it comes to pricing, you know, and I I will talk about this for psychedelic practitioners or space holders or underground psychedelic therapists or even above ground therapists or people to do a combination of space holding work and something else, integration work or some other form of coaching or healing, you know, I have seen everything um, when it comes to pricing and charging. And here's the thing I have seen. that This actually happened to one of my clients recently. And by the way, I do not tend to help just straight up psychedelic facilitators. Because if you watch my episode called Why Trip Sitting is Not a Business, you'll see why I don't believe just trip sitting is a viable business. Uh, it's actually not scalable. It takes a lot of time and energy. Even people who are running the organ phil- uh, psilocybin therapy trainings will say you know, there's not really a good viable business as, let's say, a psilocybin therapist um, unless you charge a lot of money. And this is where we fall into this question of like, okay, it is probably physically impossible to do, let's say, underground psilocybin therapy or even underground MDMA therapy um, 
maybe, you know, ketamine might be a little different, but I'm I'm talking, you know, these these other um, interests that people have. But even with ketamine, like there's only so many sessions you can do per week uh, and honestly per day. And I would even say I'm not sure if you're doing one-on-one ketamine and not just some mail order ketamine or DIY ketamine therapy, you know, if you're really going deep with your ketamine therapist or your psilocybin therapist or MDMA therapy, it's not like you can schedule people back to back because here's what could happen. Maybe someone goes in, it doesn't actually matter what medicine they're they're working with, and they go in with you and it's a one-on-one session. You know, if something surfaces that is maybe a lot harder to deal with or um, some big trauma that came to surface or there's a big somatic release or something happens or there's um, just a nervous system like dysregulation or I mean, I could go on and on. You're not going to just cut the session short because you have a client coming at three o'clock, right? You have to really leave space for your clients as a space holder. And if you stop to think about how much time and energy it takes to set up a space, let's say you're doing underground medicine work as a a one-on-one therapy, um, underground therapeutic setting, doesn't really matter which medicine it is. You know, you have to do, there's preparation work. There's setting up the space. There's maybe even traveling to the space. A lot of people I know don't use their own spaces. They tend to do rentals or other people's homes or whatever it is. There's getting things in a place. There's preparation of the medicine. There's preparation of the music that might include putting your own playlist together or finding a playlist or making your own music or even bringing your own instruments. Then there's a the cost of investing in your own instruments because I do know people that hold space that actually play their own instruments. And then there's that. Then there's all the money that you've spent training and putting effort into creating this space or maybe even buying little supplies like I don't know, tissues or ensuring that there's clean water or um, I don't know, like a, a special crystal or having a tarot deck or whatever it is. So there's all these other factors that come into play. And then there's what might happen during the session, what might come about. You know, you might, I am assuming, might have some safety protocols. You probably have intake forms that you've had to make and read and send out and file away, um, maybe even have to hire someone to sit in the space with you um, or film the space or whatever it is. I mean, there's so much that goes into it. Very often, if it's an overnight, then there's maybe food involved. Then there's prepara- uh, preparing uh, snacks for afterwards. Then there's, um, you know, ensuring that your client is in a good space. I mean, let's be honest, this is not a short like in and out therapy session that only lasts an hour. And one of my clients a couple months ago um, who does hold space in this realm um, sometimes as part of her larger offerings. Um, So it's not all she does, but she had mentioned how much she charged. And I was like, wow, how many hours did this whole entire process take you? And she really started to feel like, yeah, that, that wasn't worth it. Meaning like I didn't really get paid a good hourly rate if you add up the amount of hours it took me. And then if you're really uh, what I would say, and this is what I teach my clients who are holding medicine space, is to offer a certain amount of preparation sessions and integration sessions. I This is why I will not work with anyone if they're just trip sitting without other offerings built around the trip itself. So 
that's where you also have to question, like, are you properly charging for the amount of preparation and integration sessions? Um, you know, how long are those? How are they done? You know, do you have a certain boundary? What if someone's really um, not in a great space and they need a lot of extra support? What are you going to do? So you really have to stop to think about what is really going to support you. And also, you know, here's the thing. I wish we lived in a world where everything could be free. I really do. You know, I have made peace with the fact that we are part of this capitalistic society and it just is. And I do know people who've tried to just step away from it and go do their own like version of like, I don't want to participate in capitalism. I'm just going to do everything on donation only or tiered pricing or pay as you can't pay what you wish, which by the way, I did that with my first business. I tried to launch it with pay as you wish. Here's the problem with those models right now in the current world we live in, while I really do believe in them on a theoretical level, and I pray for the day that we all can just trade each other for help, um, there's also the reality of we are in hyperinflation right now. <laughs> we, at least here in the Western world where most of my clients are located and where I live, and so I'm coming from this kind of Western perspective, so I do recognize that, that I'm not coming from living in a third world country and an indigenous tribe and, um, you know, maybe living a different lifestyle. But by the way, I can talk about that separately. They also need money because they put gas in the tanks and they have to buy some things and they are not just growing all their food and living off the land like a lot of people like to think. That's a whole nother conversation. But the reality is we do have to pay for our life. And we also have to pay for, you know, my clients have to pay for their training. Um, Someone who did psychedelic integration maybe wants to go do my new training program that's coming up eventually um, in the next few months. And maybe you want to expand on something. Maybe you've done psychedelic trainings, but now you want to go learn somatic work. Or, you know, maybe you need to go deeper in your own healing. I mean, this is how I see it. It's like I reinvest a huge amount of my income into my own growth and healing so that I can be a better service to all of my clients. And when I do that, then they can be of better service to the outside world. And it creates this domino effect. That's why I actually have no problem accepting in the amount of money that I ask for in exchange for my help and my programs, because I see it as the cycle of abundance. It is going back in to the greater good of all concern. And yes, of course, then I have the house and bills, and food, and a car, and all the things. You know, it's not like I'm flying around on private jets or buying $8 million rings like someone I know out there in the coaching industry. So um, just keep that in mind, you know. And this is where I really want you and my clients and my potential clients to really see there is a way to also to, to be served and to serve and also offer up different tiers of pricing. So maybe... Maybe you have a few clients that are able to pay you, you know, five to ten thousand dollars or even more. And then maybe you have a few clients that are really struggling to get by. And maybe you do have, you know, a certain amount of, um, you know, sliding scale spots or pro bono work that you do once every two months or something like that. You know, I still once in a blue moon do a tiny bit of pro bono work, especially for nonprofits or, you know, projects that I really believe in. Um, or certain people that have touched me in ways that cannot, you know, like I can't pay back other than like, let me offer you some of my gifts. You know, I've had that, you know, it's like money 
yeah, it's nice. But in some sometimes when people really offer me a lot of support from their heart, I'll just offer them support back from my heart. But generally, that is a rare occurrence. It's usually only with people I know very, very well and that I have a built relationship with. But you as a facilitator or a coach or a guide or a healer or all of the above, it is important to you to really feel good about your work and not get disgruntled. This is what happens very often when people undercharge. There's kind of this, uh, you know, disgruntled, like, um, feeling of resentment. Like, that's that client, you know, like, oh, here's that guy that's, like, not really paying me for this or I'm not earning much on this or, you know, I don't really enjoy this because it's not really worth my time, you know. But when you're – and I here's another thing. When people don't pay a lot, they also don't really show up the same way as people who have skin in the game. I've seen this over and over and over with my clients, especially clients that tend to do single sessions, which I'm not a huge fan of. But let's say you're a healer and you offer single sessions that are $150 a pop or less, which really don't don't offer less than that. Um, But, you know, I had a client once who's like, well, my sessions are just $75 because I'm new. I was like, okay, you know, that's really low and you're living here in the Western world in America and I will tell you right now, like, people won't take it as seriously. So what happened? She would have clients book sessions with her and then cancel or they'd not show up or they would only do like one or two sessions and then they wouldn't ever give her a review or a testimonial and then they wouldn't refer her out to anybody and then they'd say things like, I didn't really get any results. But, you know, here's the thing. If you're charging, like, Something that makes them feel like, okay, that was a little stretchy for me to invest in. And, you know, this could have been $75 or now it's uh, $350 for an hour session. You know, when someone's really paying this amount that feels like, oh, I'm invested in this, like, or, you know, here's the thing, even like $150 or higher, right? Um, And again, like depends on where you live and, you know, the the part of the world. But generally here in America, it's like I personally am always surprised when people charge less than 150 for an hour long anything. Um, You know, hey, I mean, again, like there is no formula, but just keep in mind, I do pay people like in the hundreds, like meaning there's someone I work with that's like $500 for an hour and 45 minutes. You know, and I don't flinch because it's always worth it. So, but here's the thing is when I show up for that $500 call, I am fully engaged and I show up and I do the work and I take it seriously. But if I only paid $50, like I might be not paying attention, you know, or I might not really take it seriously or I might not think they're even good. That's another thing too. It's like, well, very often when people undercharge, I start to get kind of suspicious, like, wait, are they new? Do they not know what they're doing? Why are they undercharging? Do they Have they even studied this or are they just trying it out? You know, and so there's, there's a psychology to it. It's kind of like the cheap wine, <laughs> you know, like people think cheap wine is just not good because it's cheap. Very often there's great cheap wine. Um, I am one of these people that values higher priced wine <laughs> because I, I actually have really tested this. I do feel like when I spend more on a higher quality wine, like a natural, organic, biodynamic wine, um, then then I do tend to believe that it is better. Um, and I do honor it a lot more and I actually value it more. You know, that's all. So that's what I mean by the cheap wine thing. But 
So here's how I feel about pricing. Um, especially as a psychedelic practitioner, I really encourage you to go talk to people and get a sense of what everybody's charging. Um, meaning there's people all over the place. And I think when you start to get perspective that there's people out there running um, $10,000 ayahuasca retreats in Costa Rica, you know, maybe you won't feel so bad charging $2,000 for whatever it is, you know, or when you know that there's coaches out there charging $100,000, like, okay, maybe it's perspective. Maybe Beth's mastermind isn't that expensive at all. And by the way, just for the record, my mastermind is actually much cheaper than a lot of other business coaching programs out there. Um, so I will say that. And I actually feel really great about the pricing because people like you, you get a couple clients, pays for the entire program, and that's how it's designed and that's how it's priced. So that way I feel like, hey, I'm actually coming and pricing my goods and services very fairly where it feels good to me. It feels okay to my clients. Some of them are like, oh, this is scary. But they always say this is the best investment of my life. And that's what you want to leave your clients saying. You know, you want clients to feel really good about, hey, you know, I thought I could get, you know, psilocybin therapy for $300, but I'm really glad I paid you $3,000 or whatever, you know, again, remember the numbers are all over the place. I'm just making these up. There is no one way. There is what's best for you and that's it. And if you're able to communicate the value and you're actually giving the value, then people will get the value, you know? So really, I know this is a super sensitive topic. I'm sure there's people that like hate hearing what I'm talking about right now. But I think it's important to name this and start to have transparent, honest conversations about money in the psychedelic space because the reality is I'm just a one-person show. I'm a business coach helping my clients do work that they love and serve so we can create a greater change on planet Earth. And then there are large VCs out there in the world with multiple millions of dollars trying to patent psilocybin strains. So look, Let's pick and choose our battles. Do you want to come down on me who's just trying to stand for the healing of humanity or, you know, maybe take up your battles around money with the people that are trying to um, bottle and regulate and patent nature? <laughs> so I will end with that. And maybe actually, maybe I will do a clip where we can begin with that as well. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this. I would actually love to hear... Um, and, and feel free to write me directly. You know, I'm always curious to hear, you know, do you agree or is this something, you know, a lot of times people are like, oh, I'm glad you're talking about this because I've been feeling that way. And here's the thing. I'm just so sick of people struggling because we all deserve to be supported in our life's work and our soul's purpose. And why is it that Monsanto, as my friend Daniel points out, why is it that they can thrive and make billions but then you as a healer have to struggle, you know, and I do believe we need to start changing this narrative around who deserves to be paid and and like, you know, why is it that it's okay to pay for this or that, but not this other thing that is actually quite important. So really, I would love to hear any thoughts, you know, feel free to comment, feel free to email me. You can find my email right on my website. And um, I would love to hear what you think of this topic. And you know, if you're triggered, I would also love to hear it because I'm always very open to having adult, compassionate, open-minded, difficult conversations because I believe this is what our world needs now more than ever. 
Thank you so much for listening. If you like this or any of these episodes, I would love to have a review. The reviews are how we can reach more people and change this world together. Thank you so much for sharing your medicine. Your medicine is what we need for these times. I'll see you next week. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you're feeling inspired, I'd appreciate it if you showed your love with a review. And check out my YouTube channel where you can find the video version of this podcast. You can also head to BethAWeinstein.com to learn more about me and grab my free business growth trainings. Remember, you carry your own unique medicine and your medicine is what we need for these times.